Hello and welcome to the Pursuing Progress podcast, episode 68, where we have honest conversations to help us fall forward. And we'll continue with our series in Purpose Driven Life uh, by Rick Warren, and we'll, we'll try and finish that off, hopefully. Um, but yeah, since my last podcast, well, before we jump into that, like bef- in my previous episode uh, in the podcast, talking about walking away from being an exercise physiologist, like that has, that news has kind of <laughs> spread really quickly. Um not, you know, to kind of viral proportions, but I think, you know, the kind of inner circle that I talk to, um, yeah, do, do kind of know about it. And I think the responses that I've been getting from, uh, from those people have been really encouraging and, and it's been really great. And I think being honest with, with this kind of thing has kind of opened up those kind of conversations. And I think, um, like help people help other people think through like why they're doing what they're doing as well. And, um, yeah, come across other conversations of, yeah, like the realization of like, um, you know, people who seemingly are doing well, they're, you know, they're having the same thoughts as well. So I think one of the comforting things when you're going through your difficult time, I think there's, there is this kind of, um, like burden or weight that's lifted when you know that you're not alone in, in, in this. And I think it, there's something about, you know, if it's something like tribalism or kind of unity or kind of solidarity in, um, in this, in this, it's kind of like human experience. And, and the worst thing that can happen when you're going through something tough is to, you know, really believe that you're alone in this and no one's going to understand you or, or really kind of empathize or, um, you know, have any advice to give. And, and to be honest, it's, I think it's on a lot of people's minds nowadays, you know, in light of, you know, the pandemic and, and think about life and, you know, how to live that purposefully and how to live that in a particularly meaningful way. And, um, you know, because, you know, our life expectancy is what 70, 80 and, you know, people in their twenties and thirties think about that, you know, what are they going to do for the next 40 or 50 years and how that's going to be, um, I don't know, an out, um, like, do they see themselves doing this for the next 40 or 50 years or do they have to think about something different? And I think it's just becoming a much more common, like more prevalent conversation. You know, maybe it's just this age, um, you know, like kind of over that quarter life crisis over like over 25, um, people are starting to have those kind of thoughts and, and, um, things like that. And so it's been quite an amazing kind of, um, stage of life. And, and, you know, this is where the whole thing about mindset and attitude definitely comes in of like, this could be seen and, and thought of as just this terrible way to go about life. You know, you, you have something you've studied for, you've worked hard for, you know, good eight years, you've done a master's in it. Uh, it's a whole thesis about it. And, you know, to all of a sudden walk away is, you know, it might seem like folly and really stupid and really foolish to, to do that. And, you know, it's, it's a career that, you know, is growing in popularity. It's a, it's a, um, it's an area that's much needed because, you know, we, we know that exercise and lifestyle interventions can help people manage their chronic conditions. And that's such an amazing thing to be able to, you know, walk beside someone and, and train, like have them engage in exercise and, and see them get better. And, you know, maybe it's, <clears throat> they can play with the kids or keep up with the grandkids or they can, 
um, be free from lower back pain and, and things like that. And, and it's such a <clears throat> rewarding position to, to be in, um, of course. And, and, you know, it appeals to people's, you know, altruism and, you know, their need to, uh, or their desire to try to help people or kind of help people get better. And, and that's super noble and, and things like that. And, you know, most people are in that, in that position, um, for that, uh, to help people and, and things like that. And so it's a, it's a, it's a wonderful thing. And, and to walk away from something that wonderful is, um, it is definitely hard, but I know that, that this story is not kind of, um, unique, you know, people walk away from the medical profession. People walk away from all sorts of different, um, highly regarded, um, positions to kind of pursue something a bit more meaningful and a bit more, um, something that more kind of, um, is more them, um, that, you know, that kind of resonates with who they are and what their strengths are and what they're actually passionate about. And so it is just this kind of shift in, in thinking and perspective that I've kind of been going through, um, just as I think and brainstorm what to do next. Cause it is like, it just seems so obvious from, you know, like an outside perspective looking in of just like, why don't you just dig deep, push through, you know, in this kind of EP thing or, or in any field, try and climb the ladder and, and get to the spot where you're so recognized and, um, you know, you're earning those six figures and, and whatnot. And, you know, you're highly respected and, and you've, you're just like the name that gets associated with a particular area. And like, you're, you're the guy, you're the person, you're the, you're the girl. Um, and like, sure. Yeah. But I think my thinking now is just kind of like, what is it all? What would that really be for? Um, like the own personal climb and the own personal kind of accolades and, and things to achieve in a particular job, you know, it's gonna be so temporary. Um, and, and so it like it, yeah, like being an EP is like fantastic. And I, I would recommend it to, to anyone, um, who, you know, who f- feels like it, it fits with who they are and, and what they're about. Um, I think it's just me in particular, just at this time and, and things that I experienced and you know, the way that I've been brought up and everything contributing to who I am today is just, yeah, pointing to, you know, this not being it, um, being an EP is not, not quite my thing. And, and, you know, it is a big thing and it takes a lot of courage and and bravery to, to admit that, you know, admits, I guess most of my peers doing, doing well in life, you know, people getting married and having their own place and then things like that. And all the kind of, um, additional things that they can, you know, do, uh, with kind of the financial stability and, and freedom, um, that comes with that. Um, but like this will be an ongoing conversation throughout the years and <laughs> yeah, uh, I, yeah, um, like <laughs> flooded with different thoughts for sure. And like, I've had thoughts of just doing a hundred episodes of this Pursuing Progress podcast. Cause, um, yeah, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm using this, like. I think for me to, 
yeah, like get an income from this and, and whatnot. Like this needs to be done on a different, like separate kind of host and, and whatnot. Because um, I'm on like anchor.fm, which is like a, a free one. So I don't need to pay something, pay anything to to be able to post these podcasts on, on Spotify and um, Apple Podcasts, but mainly Spotify because it's owned by Spotify. Um, but like there are sponsorships available and, and things like that, but it's only strictly in the US. Um, but you know, if I can like do some sneaky VPN stuff, like I don't, I can't be bothered with that. Um, and so, you know, as much as I in, enjoy doing this, like it would be nice to find some sort of way to, um, get some sort of income from it. But I think it's, it's not a priority. Like I am enjoying it. Um, but you know, it does, it does take time. <laughs> it does take my time to, um, to do it. And so need I need to start thinking a bit more kind of logistically and, and realistically um anyways and so that's just kind of a side point but uh we'll, we'll get to that bridge when we actually get there um oh sorry i just realized i kind of talked away from the mic <laughs> apologies and so yeah we'll just launch into kind of day 31 of the pursuing sorry purpose-driven life um uh, book and it's I think it's forty in total so oh, almost there so um, and it, and it's a fitting subject as well so it's um, I don't know like previously it's just talking about you know finding what your abilities are and and what your strengths are and um, in the Christian language of like you know what has God given you what are your abilities that God has given you and the ones that He's given you are the ones He wants you to use uh, and and it's so relevant, uh, for me at the moment and for anyone who's going through the same thing. Uh, and, and so it goes through something, some things that are quite interesting and it, it kind of changes my kind of perspective a, a little bit, which is, which is really fascinating. And so, so it's titled like knowing your shape. Um, and so it's kind of an acronym of, uh, that we're going to go through APE. So it's going to be abilities, your personality and your, I think experience, another E word. Yeah. <laughs> experience. Um, cause we went through S and H, uh, in day 30, which was spiritual gifts and heart. And so, so jumping into your abilities. <clears throat> so abilities is, I think they're just, in a different way to think about it is like you're, you have a certain set of skills, a particular set of skills, um, a particular set of like natural abilities that you have that is, that makes you distinct and makes you different from everybody else. Uh, whether it's like athletics or it's maths or it's kind of logistics, analytics, um, engineering stats and, and whatnot. And, and so they all have a unique contribution and no one's going to be able to contribute in the way that you do. And, and that kind of unique uniqueness gives you, I think this amazing amount of leverage and I guess like power to know that your contributions will be unique. Um, even though there's millions and millions of podcasts, well, like no one's going to be talking like me no one's going to be rambling on about life struggles like me. Um, I'm sure there are plenty of podcasts that are kind of complaining about life and, um, they'll do it in their own different ways. And so, and people would, will respond to, to that differently as well. 
and and so yeah like this whole that's the kind of like motivation that will kind of help kind of spark you up kind of thing like there's only one you in the world you know with all the different you know combinations and permutations of of genes and and things that could happen to make up your you know dna and all the you know ad, ad, adenosine adenosine um thiamine guanine and whatever a a g c t um combinations of you know your your dna molecules and, and that freaking double helix kind of thing like no one's ever going to be exactly you and and so that's the kind of wonderful diversity that you know human beings enjoy so we're not like the animals that are like you know 99.99 percent like 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 each other that you know the behavior is so predictable and, and things like that um and so it's it's yeah it yeah like if you don't make your contributions it doesn't get made <laughs> and that's something that's quite special and and quite thrilling to 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 think about and so in that theological perspective it's kind of like hey um these abilities are given to you by god for you to use to help and and serve the world and of course like yes we we have our similarities and things like that and and ways that we're special and and sometimes we can use that um in means that can be yeah, like we can misuse it, we can abuse it or whatnot. Like say we're, you know, blessed with looking really attractive and really pretty and really aesthetically pleasing and pleasing to to the eye. And, and you know, that's a gift in itself. <laughs> um, you know, a gift that I'm sure a lot of people would like. And, um, <laughs> and, and so like some people can misuse that and, you know, try to, get attention in different ways or try to get money off it and, and, and things like that in, in, you know, particularly kind of morally ambiguous ways. And so, yeah, so there is also, you know, the other thing of just considering how you can use it wisely. And so, you know, not everyone's going to be like freaking genius or a kind of hacking computer science and coding genius. Um, and so, yeah, but, doesn't mean you use it to, I don't know, <laughs> do evil things with, um, because it is within your will and, and choice to do so. And so, um, oh, excuse me. Uh, and, and yeah, so there's, there's that point. And I think the book goes on to, to talk about how everyone has more abilities than they actually realize. Uh, it, kind of quotes one one study that says you know the average person possesses about 500 to 700 different skills and abilities so more than they realize and i think we really do underestimate what we're capable of on the regular um and so so something like the brain like where you know all the science and, and studies on it you know, calculate that the brain is faster than any computer that we've ever built or, or designed. And that's, that's, <laughs> that's crazy to think about. Like when you think about the uh, like immense graphics <laughs> that a really great computer or like a gaming laptop can, you know, can display and produce and, you know, 
be able to whatever perform so quickly to and we think that's freaking amazing um you know you can upload <laughs> you can watch youtube videos like straight away you can download movies straight away and and our <laughs> brains are like so much more powerful than that and can work at a, a much higher rate than than those computers can uh which is which is a good thing <laughs> Um, and, and so there's actually so much going on with your brain that, you know, you're not, that your brain doesn't allow you to be conscious of it. Um, and so I think they say there's like millions and millions, maybe billions of things that are actually going on in your brain. And you're only about, you're only kind of conscious about a few thousand of them. And then. Um, if you really focus, you know, you can focus on like a few. And so it's, it's really fascinating once you kind of get in the neuroscience and, and to think about how the brain works and how it kind of produces the things that you see and feel and, you know, the things that you experience through your, through your senses, um, you know, and all your different senses are just working at such a remarkable kind of pace and that you're not even aware of because you think you're just going through life um, normally and life is mundane and, and things like that. We just don't have the time to, I think, appreciate those kind of facts. Um, and, and, and yeah, realize that we can do so much more than, than we think we can. Um, you know, like a quick little thing of just, I think something that I think is making it rounds now in terms of, um, awareness and things like that of, the whole thing about taking cold showers in in the morning, um, like it's a way for, you know, the, uh, the nervous system to be shocked and, and it kind of helps it kind of wake up and, and it actually is, is quite effective. So it's just kind of like, even if you're a bit, you know, um, a bit anxious about, you know, <laughs> uh, taking a cold shower, like it, it can just be like the last 30 seconds of the shower, just kind of make it a bit colder. I think the ideal temperature is like 18 degrees, but if like, if you have that fancy thing in your shower, you can set the temperature. That's <laughs> good. But just something like cold ish that kind of takes your breath away a little bit. Um, and so when you start doing that as a bit of a habit, like you, you realize you can kind of, um, you know, sit under that cold water for much longer as you, you know, do it day by day. You can, you know, you can really, yeah, like we stand a, a lot more than you think you can because when you first do it, you're just like, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> Get me out, put it on the hot water. I want to be comfortable. Um, but there's like this life metaphor that kind of goes with that of like, you know, you don't want to stay comfortable, keep in your comfort, comfort zone where it's nice and warm and, and comfortable and, you know, out there it's cold, but that's where you grow. And so know that it's through the cold that you can bear the cold shower. And like, it's a nice metaphor, but, um, I'm sure you've heard enough <laughs> life metaphors, um, as, as you've kind of gone on with, with life. And, and so, so yeah, like we have so many things we can do, um, unique or, or even the common things, um, you know, helping someone drive, you know, their unwell relative to the hospital or picking them up and, and things like that. And so, you know, we get caught up on, you know, think about how amazing other people are 
um, you know, whether there's just this amazing cake baker or someone who's just really good at art and, and creating and, um, or someone who's just really good at, at coding and just seems to be like a master at the craft and people who are great salesmen and salesmen and, and people who, you know, are able to, I don't know, help someone like recover mentally. Um, and these are all kind of really fantastic things. Um, and you know, it should be celebrated, um, and not something as a thing to, to envy or to, to kind of get jealous of. Um, so I think that's, that's pretty much it in terms of like abilities. It's just kind of like we've got our own ones. Like I think, <laughs> I think we all would benefit if we all expressed it and, and, and shared it in, in the appropriate and kind of wise, wise ways. And so next slide talks about personality and, um, I, you know, personality is just something I, I don't think <laughs> I have much of, um, but you know, I think given the right kind of time and context and whether I have energy, like I'm able to express it. Like I was at, <laughs> I was at a wedding, you know, the other day and like, I don't know whether it's my age at 26, but I just got so tired about, at about seven o'clock. Um, maybe it's my introversion. <laughs> I was just not with it. Um, but yeah. Um, but any other time at seven o'clock, any other context, like I'm, I'm fine. I, I can, you know, talk into a microphone and maintain some sort of energy and I can talk to whoever and have a, you know, quite fun time <laughs> anyway and so we all have different personalities that can be um used and and kind of um you know fit in into a particular role that would you know seemingly work hand in hand and quite be quite kind of synergistic um in that way and you know there's you know, the whole thing about introverts and extroverts and, and thinkers and, and feelers and, and things like that. Um, you know, there's a verse in the Bible that says God works through different people in different ways, but it is the, the same God who achieves his purpose through them all. And so, you know, when you in a group of or a community, there's just all these different people, <laughs> um, all these different personalities and, and characters, you know, which does make it exciting. Um, but you know, sometimes it is quite a bit of work to kind of navigate, um, you know, oh, like I've just been, I don't know if you're on LinkedIn much, but I think it's a nice, really com nice community to kind of engage in, um, those kind of conversations of, on personality and work and career and success and, and things like that. And recently just had kind of was discussing in a, in a post about, um, you know, the whole thing about introverts and, and extroverts and all kind of like misconceptions of them. And, and it's, it's quite interesting because like knowing that introverts need time alone to recharge and extroverts feed off the energy of, you know, being around people. Like, I think like some people have seen, seen that as a means of like, we can't get along. <laughs> uh, like we won't be able to get along whether romantically or whether just as, as people or friends or just hanging out that, um, you know, someone who's particularly extroverted and really, really out there and really thrives, uh, <laughs> with, with people around, 
like would just not get along with someone who's just introverted and, you know, appreciates the time to themselves. Um, and, and, you know, like for that to become a, a barrier of why you can't go along with someone or get to know someone, I think it, it is, I don't know, for me, it feels a bit naive. Um, I think we like, whether you're whatever, if you, you know, buy into this whole thing of extroverts and introverts, um, like, I think we do have a lot to offer, um, each other in, you know, in having a conversation. Um, sometimes like introverts, you know, really need extroverts to help to bring them out, or maybe the extroverts kind of really out there. And I think, you know, it's really kind of affecting other people. And so, you know, having the introverts be like, Hey, like this is a bit much, or, um, I think just offering a bit more kind of, you know, thoughts and wisdoms in our time alone and, and the thoughts that kind of govern our, um, our minds and, and our behaviors can, I think, you know, give, you know, me a means of like, Hey, like, have you thought about this? Um, thing and you know because you know introverts have like we all have a desire to be known and known by someone and kind of accepted in our community and and sometimes introverts struggle with that yes sure um but if you have the perspective of like hey let's help each other you know bring that out like bring out who you are and your personality and um things you like you things you like things you don't like um help the community get to know you better. And, and sometimes people who are really introverted and really scared and really anxious about, you know, talking, um, in a big group or in a community and, you know, because it kind of drains their energy or, or whatnot, like, you know, that would be such a great role and, and opportunity for an extrovert to kind of help them and, and guide them in that, um, that area. And, and, and likewise as well, like sometimes extroverts will, just keep on talking and talking and talking and, and really like, won't be able to have that time to kind of collect different thoughts or, or think about certain things as, you know, as deeply as, um, or as with as much time as an introvert would. And, and I think there's so much that we can offer each other and, you know, all the different, um, you know, thinkers and, and feelers like it's important to think and it's also important to to feel as well like if you're someone who's just fully rational fully objective fully like to the rule to the you know to the letter um i think and you know when you get in conversations with people and you know you don't have any emotions or, or kind of feelings attached to the way that you speak like it's going to create some distance and and you know kind of put up more barriers to to getting to know someone um, and, you know, if someone's like fully emotional and, and, you know, jumping to conclusions, but with any kind of little, you know, um, hint, um, of that confirms they're really like, uh, really negative story that they're telling themselves, you know, that's where the thinker comes in of like, Hey, like what is more realistic right now? And, and, you know, help them with some historic thinking of like, Hey, like, let's think about what you can actually control. Um, let's think about, um, you know, your actions for here on forward and let's not, you know, try to think for someone else or try to think too much or say too much for, um, for someone else. Cause you know, it's up to them to, to say it and, and to share it and to, um, communicate that. And so, 
you, you just focus on you and that makes more sense. And so we, even if we are a bunch of people with polar opposite, um, characteristics and personalities, like <laughs> that is no means, um, a, um, a means of a, a barrier uh, to get to know someone. And, and yeah, like, I think seeing that that way is, I think a lot more helpful, a lot more like provides a more comfortable and more accepting community that we're all looking for. Um, you know, we go and try and, you know, we, we try to join different groups to try and find a place where we belong or, you know, or at the very most, at the very least kind of fit in, uh, and feel accepted and feel kind of secure to, to share and to, to be yourself really. And, you know, that's one, probably one of the top kind of human needs. Like it's at the bottom of, uh, top, top of the Maslow's hierarchy of needs of, you know, belonging and self-actualization. And, and so, you know, that, yeah, like we, we are, we do make life's life more difficult for ourselves. And, and so, you know, we don't want to build communities that have unnecessary barriers to, um, to prevent someone from actualizing like themselves and, and finding a place where they belong. Cause that, that is just devastating. And, um, you know, with that will come, um, you know, links and correlations to having depression and anxiety because there's just unmet needs, um, of, of a human being. Uh, and so, so yeah, like, you know, if we're part of a community, we need to work hard at, you know, uh, integrating those kind of fringe, uh, fringe people or people who just kind of like hang, hang around at the side and don't really get involved. Um, and so it is a nice responsibly responsibility to have, to be in that position, to help people kind of feel like they belong. And then that's such a powerful, powerful thing that you can do. And, and, you know, not everyone's going to be able to reach and to be able to, you know, communicate, um, to, you know, different people in, in the particular ways that they respond to. Um, and so, you know, give it a go. It might work or might not work. And you can just refer it to someone else. Um, that's, you know, part of the community and they're really, um, you know, alert in terms of the need for them to, to feel like they belong. And, and so, yeah, fantastic. <laughs> um, awesome. And so that's personality. And so last one is about experience. Sorry, it's gone for half an hour. Um, and so this is an interesting one cause it's kind of just going off the perspective of like all the things that happen in, in your life, every single experience, every, every thought, everything that's ever happened to you can be used as a purpose and can be used as a way to help and serve other people and ability to express, um, to the world and, and make it a better place. And so there are different kind of categories of experiences that people can go through. So family experiences, you know, the things you learned uh, from your family growing up, you know, how you got brought up and how you got disciplined and then things like that and how that kind of, you know, shaped you to become the person that you are today. There's educational experiences, you know, what was school like for you? What were you like? Um, were you the cool kid? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and there's vocational experiences. So about the different like jobs you've, you've had and the stuff you've learned from it. And, you know, people learn a lot from, 
you know, all the random jobs that they have as, as a teenager, you know, admittedly, I didn't really work throughout high school and neither through uni. So I can't really relate, <laughs> but you know, it's made me who I am. And I definitely am a bit, you know, short staffed in, in that area of kind of that, like understanding hard work and, uh, and labor for kind of lower wages and, and building that kind of like resiliency and resiliency, <laughs> that resilience and, and to, um, and persistence to, to keep turning up and things like that. Like I, like I wish I went through that, um, so that I could have this kind of more like grateful attitude for, for the work that I, that I, you know, had today and to understand where I came from and, and things like that. Um, so yeah, vocational experiences and the spiritual experiences. So, um, you know, how you've learned from, you know, reading like scripture and things you've learned from God and, and how that has shaped the way you view the world, view other people and view life, um, in general. And then there's ministry experiences of, I think this is all geared towards, you know, church goes really, but, um, have you served God in the past? And like, yeah, I can go beyond that of like, you know, what are some like experiences or things you've done in terms of like, maybe like volunteering or things where you've just been there to just purely for someone else, um, purely to help, um, and maybe just engage someone else in the community, um, help them live a better life. Um, you know, whether it's having those little moments of, you know, talking to someone who's homeless or giving them a bit of a gift and having a bit of conversations to actually care about them and, you know, engage in their humanity, um, instead of walking past them and, and denying them that humanity, you know, when we kind of look around or just like don't maintain or give any sort of eye contact. And that's, um, yeah, like that in a way is, is quite kind of demeaning and dehumanizing and like it, like we do need to, you know, think about it a bit more, but I don't know, just with Sydney and, and how stressful it is and how work oriented and, and how, you know, about success it is and how much, um, I don't know, like arrogance, I wouldn't want to say arrogance of just like, I think just the upper class, upper middle class, um, nature and attitude of just like, Hey, like I'm, <laughs> I'm sick. I'm doing well in, in life. Um, yeah, maybe I, I, I wouldn't say I'm an accurate reader of society. Um, anyway, so that's ministry. And then the last one is painful experiences and, and I don't know, pain and loss and, and failure are one of the most powerful teachers and the ones that make the most kind of memorable lessons. Um, and you know, like my own troubles have formed, uh, you know, have given me so much to think about and so much to, to learn from, and especially from mistakes and, and know how to come back from that stronger and how, how to, yeah, make sure I grow and mature in the right way. Um, because you know, there, there is an option for, you know, you to use your painful experiences to become more bitter or to become more, um, you know, yeah. Like how you just, you just want to like resent the world or hate the world or just be really, I don't know, like dissociated from wanting to, 
you know, help other people because you've been hurt by them previously. And, and like, that's a fair enough response sometimes. And I think like to allow ourselves to feel those feelings. And I think, you know, with help and with enough time to, you know, try and turn, turn those things around so that we can, you know, get greater benefit um, from these painful experiences and, and use that to, to help people because, you know, if you can help someone prevent themselves from, you know, going through that pain, like that's, that's great. But even if you don't, like, even if they do go through that pain and, and conflict and, um, and kind of difficult phase of, of life, it, I think, you know, for them to learn those lessons the hard way can be good for them as well. Like, um, but you know, be, be there for them and, and be there to listen and to understand and to, you know, engage emotionally with them and, and not to say you fully understand, um, completely what they're going through, but I know like be able to identify the emotions that they're going through and, and engage on, on that kind of level is usually what's, what's helpful. Um, but you know, if, if you can't relate, you can't relate and, you know, just be, just be okay. Just listening and, and being there and be like, Hey, like that, that sucks. But that's like, I'm, I'm here, like, <laughs> you know, cry if you need to, and we can, um, hug if we need to, I don't know, whatever, whatever is comforting and, and appropriate <laughs> at that time. Um, and, and so, you know, and yeah, like it, I think when you've gone through stuff and someone goes through something quite similar, I think it does kind of equip you to be able to be a better listener and, and to say more appropriate and kind of more, um, more appropriate things and, and, and stuff that won't be unhelpful. Um, even though, you know, even though people who haven't gone through, gone through that, like it, um, I think, you know, they can say the right things, but I think when you're able to connect emotionally with someone when they're going through a rough time, I think it's just, it's just something about that, 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 that it's just a bit more, um, effective and, um, yeah. In kind of, yeah, like their, their defenses are lowered, lowered because they're, they're talking to someone who actually understands. Ooh, that was, yeah. <laughs> That was a, that was a mouthful for sure. Um, and so, you know, and so like from that, it's, it's a thing of like not dismissing the pain that you're going through in your life. Um, you know, when I hate having to always go back to this example of like, you know, the, <laughs> the breakup of the, you know, my past relationship, like that was at the time it was something I, I, you know, regret doing. And it's like, Oh, it's an awesome mistake. What's God doing? Like, why would he make me go through this? Why would he you know, do this to her? Blah, blah, blah. And, and it was just this time of like, why would God, you know, <laughs> go through all this pain? Like, this is so unnecessary. Like, why do I have to end like this? We were, you know, we're a Christian couple and we prayed a lot and we prayed for, you know, our future marriage and we were so set and, you know, <laughs> my partner like heard a voice from you saying that we'll get married. So what is this? <laughs> and so the, there was just so many questions that, that went from it and just kind of 
yeah, there's kind of air of regret sometimes afterwards of like, why did we even date in the first place? Like, oh, I could have lived a much happier life, you know, free from all this drama and hurt and, and fallout and all this kind of aftermath to deal with and, and you know, leaving church for a bit and like, oh, like it is, <laughs> yeah. I think I really wanted to avoid pain. Like I know I was a, an avoided person to, to start with, but like in, in hindsight, which is always 2020, um, it's very you know easy to see clearly afterwards of like, I, even though my situation sucks right now, um, you know, you know, whether it's like being labeled or making that mistake that a lot of people know about and, and, and deciding to walk away from, you know, current job, such career, such profession and, uh, and not having much to do with in terms of contributing to society. It like, I'm oddly proud of the person I've become. <laughs> I've proudly, oh, I've weirdly enjoyed the person that has come out of this. I've really loved that I'm able to, I don't know, get some clarity of thought, um, in just daily life. Um, I, I'm really enjoying, you know, this, all this kind of like stoic thinking that I've been reading about and how that's helped me just reduce a lot of anxiety and reduce a lot of unnecessary stress. Um, as I, you know, like I'm stopping myself from overthinking for other people, you know, like, Oh, what are they going to think? What are they going to say? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And, and yeah, just like going with the taking responsibility for my thoughts and actions. Like that was something that probably wouldn't have happened. Uh, like, I'll never know the alternative of what my life would have played out like if things went differently um, because, you know, time travel, time machine is not going to be a thing. But <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's odd. <laughs> Even though objectively my life's in not that great in, in comparison to the top 1%, um, you know, like I am doing well, like I still have, you know, a roof over my head, a bed to sleep in. And, and that's already, you know, a blessing enough. And I, you know, I still have some friends <laughs> and, um, you know, able to access so many like resources and, and, and food and whatnot. And so, um, yeah, like things are, things are okay. And, um, in, in a very weird way, glad I went through all that crap and all that pain, um, to, yeah, to come out, I think a more self-confident person. Like I might not have this amazing career or like this amazing house or salary or car or marriage or relationship and, and whatnot. But I think I'm <laughs> like, I'm chuffed. I'm, I'm pretty, I don't know, ran out of words. <laughs> like, yeah, like it's been, it's been good. I'm enjoying the maturity that I've gained through going through the hard stuff. Um, and yeah, like it's hard to say in the moment when you're going through all that. And I've, you know, documented 
through these podcasts of all the crap that I was feeling and, and thinking at the time. And, and definitely it was very self-destructive and, and like I hated every minute of it. I questioned everything. I questioned God. I questioned, you know, my faith and, and values and, and things like that. But in that whole messiness and that chaos, like I think there's just this growth that happens when you just stick with it um, and face those problems head on and, and don't find easy ways to try and escape it or avoid it, you know, using alcohol or seeking sex or, um, or just kind of mind, like numbing your mind to just like watching meaningless, meaningless videos or TV shows and, and things like that. Um, but you know, when you just take that responsibility and, um, you know, f- take your, tackle your problems front on, like you, you just, kind of experience this, this growth, um, and maturity that will definitely make you a better person. And, you know, don't do it for other people, do it, do it for yourself so that you can, you know, handle life a lot better. Um, and so there's, you know, so that you'll have less suffering, you know, there's, there's going to be suffering everywhere, but if you can develop into a person to help you, you know, have a bit less suffering, like, man, that would, that would be amazing. Um, and, you know, find the ways that you get encouraged, find people that will encourage you, you know, do, do things that appeal to you and don't do things just because other people are doing it. Um, you know, find your own joy, find your own strengths and abilities and, you know, embrace your personality and, and know what you can offer, um, because there's so much you can offer, you know, with your quirks and, you know, things about your character and personality you might think is so repulsive, but it can, um, be used for good and, and serve, serve other people in such meaningful ways. And so we just need to give, give ourselves that time or, or talk to other people to kind of get our head around, like how we can use our, you know, unique abilities. Um, because, you know, as the book said, like if, if it doesn't get done, it doesn't get done ever. Um, if you don't, you know, express it or contribute it, it doesn't, it doesn't happen. It doesn't eventuate. (laughs) And, and so that's, that's, that's a really nice way to, to put it and to, and to frame it. Um, cause I think there is so much that we can do, um, to make the world a better place. And, and a lot of things are holding us back. Um, and it's usually ourselves. Um, and so I think working through, what it is, whether it's fear, whether it's anxiety, whether it's loss of self-belief and, and things like that, work out what it is, find the appropriate health help, whether through, you know, psychologists, a counselor, or, you know, friends that you trust and people who are willing to talk to you honestly and have those kind of um, genuine conversations and, and it'll, it'll go, go a long way uh, for that. <clears throat> and so uh, we'll, I think we'll wrap that there for today's episode of um yeah day 31 um of the purpose driven life um yeah so thank you so much for listening if you've listened this far in and uh, appreciate each and every one of you hope you're all keeping safe and and healthy and and happy and love and peace to you all and we'll see you in the next podcast